Good Sunday morning. It is nine minutes past seven o'clock. Happy to have you with us. Hope you're doing well this morning. It's dark out. It's kind of chilly, but we're keeping it warm and cozy here at WCCO Radio. It is a Sunday morning, and every Sunday morning at this time, we talk about something related to your health. It's our health hour, and it maybe you know this, maybe you don't, but October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and now to this morning, we're not going to necessarily talk about the ins and outs with a medical doctor. We're going to take it from a little bit of a different angle. I got this great letter from an artist, and it says this. In 2013, artist Barbara Porwick created portraits to honor women who were fighting breast cancer. She asked each woman what superhero would they would be, and she painted them in character. Some of the women chose existing identities others invented them well all of those paintings and their subjects are getting the band back together they're having a 10-year reunion at first universalist church in south minneapolis and i am so happy to have with us in studio the artist barbara porwood barbara thank you for coming in today good morning Susie. nice to have you excellent what gave you the idea to do this in the first place? What was happening in your life and why did you think, I want to do these paintings? Okay, so um, when I reflect on this, it's a lot like, you know, pathways in life. There's a lot that you think you're going to do and there's a lot that you can try to plan to do and then there are things that just kind of happen. Um, So as an artist, I always was fascinated with faces and figures, so I did tons of figure drawing, did a lot of portraiture, Um, And then one year, my studio mate at the time challenged me to make something for the state fair, you know, and as an artist, that's kind of a pressure cooker, right? Like, if you can get into the state fair, that's, you know, a big deal. And of course, being the temperamental perfectionist artist, I was totally stuck, you know, nothing I could do could possibly be good enough. And I just couldn't get myself going. And I one, I just had this moment that was almost like a flash um, where this thought came out of nowhere. What if I make a, a portrait of my child as Spider-Man? They love Spider-Man. Maybe that would be fun. And everything changed in that second. I went from stuck to, like, flowing, right? And so and so we did the portrait. My My kid did the posing and the costumes, and we had a lot of fun, and I... You know, making it was fun, and the painting itself was fun. It was fun to look at, and I was like, wait a sec. You know, looking at it, hmm, there's maybe more here, right? This seems like, you know, you look at it, and you can tell it's just a kid in a costume, right? But the energy in that painting, the look in this kid's face, you know, they're punching their way through. They're going to get the bad guy. They know they're going to save the day, and I just felt like, this kind of feels like something that could be about all of us, right? Something about that that childhood spirit that we have when we're flying off the couch with a towel wrapped around us and we know we're, we're going to do it, right? Um, and and I, I was starting to really toy with this idea of every, everyday superhero um, in the studio and thinking, like, this could really become something. This feels like something big. Um, and then another pathway intersected in my life, um, it was about maybe a six-month period of time where it was not one, not two, not six or seven, but like 10 or 12 women I knew and cared about all got breast cancer. And it was stunning. It was 
freakish. You know, for me, you know, looking back, it was all the early cases that were showing up. You know, not all of them, but many of them. Um, it was just my cohort of age group. Oh, everyone's going in for the first mammograms. Let's find out who's got it, right? And and so, you know, I was stunned. I was worried, you know, and, and I felt helpless. Like, what if that happened to me? I'm a single mom. You know, what if, what would happen to my kid if that happened to me? And and I wanted to do something to help these women, but I didn't. I didn't know what. Right? Like like I'm busy. I'm working full time. I have this kid. I'm in the studio, and then I just put the pieces together, and I was like, How about if I start with them? You know, and uh, and the Breast Cancer Superhero Project was born. Wonderful. And so, how did you pick? Who you were going to paint? Ah, this is a kind of a fun part of it. Um, the reason why I actually put these two together so strongly was also something completely unexpected and didn't have anything to do with me. As I'm sitting here in my own little world, freaked out about all these women going through this and not knowing what to do, I watch one of these women who I knew, who I'd known for a long time. She's sending out posts every day during her radiation saying, hey, everybody, such and such, such song was playing over the loudspeakers while I went through my treatment today. What superpower do you think that gave me? Wow. And uh, completely unbeknownst to, to sure. her that I was doing this yeah, thing in the right, studio. Right. She's doing this. She's going through this, and this is what she does with it. Oh, my it. goodness. And people were writing back things like, oh, you got the, the power to make people walk the line, or uh-huh. you got the power to make animals strike curious <laughs> poses. Thank you, Prince. <laughs> you know. So then she ended up with like this whole radiation playlist and then her list of superpowers that she got from her cancer treatment. Oh, my goodness. And I just thought to myself, my God. There Goodness. it is. <laughs> They're already doing it. They mm. don't even know. Yeah. You know, and so, like, I just need to raise these women up and, and show the world how wonderful they are. And we have one of the wonderful women on our news line this morning. Uh, let's introduce Katie Tessman. 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 Mm-hmm. Good morning, Katie. Good morning. Thank you so much for having us on the show. <laughs> well, we're celebrating women and we're raising awareness about breast cancer and, you know, and for that matter, getting mammograms. Let's just say that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. So, Katie, what superhero were you? I was Wonder Woman. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yes. And talk about... Barbara painted... Oh, go ahead. You finish. Barbara painted. Barbara painted a seven and a half foot tall portrait of wow. me as Wonder Woman. And fun fact, she says that it is like true to size. She needed a seven and a half foot tall canvas for, to have my <laughs> five foot nine frame on the, on the painting. Yes. Wow. Yes. So um, 10 years later, here you are. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. I am a lucky one. I am doing just fine. Um, My oncologist deemed me cancer-free three years after all of my treatments, and my uh, cancer-free date is my 40th birthday. That was when I had my double mastectomy. So um, so I'm 14 years that's amazing. Yeah. What a gift. You know, and what is your yeah. message to others going through this? I, you know, as, as, um, 
Barbara said, it seems like everyone around you has some form of cancer, but a lot of our women friends have breast cancer. Mm -hmm. I have two right now, very close to me, and uh, one's Mm -hmm. cancer-free and the other's right in the middle of it. And uh, Mm -hmm. what is the message to people listening that have loved ones or they themselves are, are going through this? Well, my parents remind me that optimism is my main superpower. And I have an interesting skill to be able to take something bad and to see it optimistically. And nobody wants to get a mammogram back and say, we need to do a biopsy. You know, that's what happened, my very first mammogram. And I never wanted to be part of that club. But now, you know, fighting cancer has been part of my identity. And it is just a good reminder of how strong human beings can be. Mm-hmm. And we are not alone in this. Yeah. Um, and I, my boys were really little. They were ages six and three. So I had to spin it in a positive way. Um, losing my hair, I told my boys, that's a sign that the medicine is working. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I think my main message is, is you're not alone. We're yeah. all in this together. Yeah. It is 19 minutes now past 7 o'clock on a Sunday morning. We're talking about breast cancer kind of in a different way. We're talking about a reunion of women who have all had their portraits painted as superheroes uh, by our artist here in studio, Barbara Porwit. And if you're listening and you want to share a story or offer uh, some hope yourselves, uh, our number here is 651-461-9226. That's 651-461. I lost it again. Charlie. 461-9226. I tell you, I'm 60, and my brain is not working all that well these days. (laughs) Also, it's early. I'm going to claim that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, love your calls, and we'll continue with our conversation with Barbara right after this. Hero Now Crowned by Katie Tessman our cancer survivor, our guest this morning on News Talk 830 WCCO as we talk about breast cancer and Breast Cancer Awareness Month and a very special reunion coming up next week, October 22nd. Today. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Today. Thank you for jumping on that. It says it right there, Sunday, October, from 1 to 3. So while you're listening, you can put this on your calendar if you're not doing anything Come and see us this afternoon, yes. So Katie's on our news line as well. And Katie, you wrote that song while you were in the middle of everything. Kind of talk about how that song came to you. It was a decade after my um, diagnosis. I wrote it. Uh, It's interesting how life is. Yes, it is. I was a performing performing singer-songwriter for about 10 years, and then I became a mom, and then I bought cancer, and then um, the pandemic came, and my inspiration and muse to write songs again came. So it happened around the time that I was celebrating 10 years cancer-free, and I was looking back and feeling very proud and honored that I was able to be one of the lucky ones. And um, it's a love song, a tribute to 
all of us who have overcome hardships. Yeah, you know, I feel like I've got my wings. <laughs> I was telling um, Barbara off the air during our commercial break about I was listening to your song about bumps in the road, and I found out two years ago that I had lung cancer. Oh, and it does. It just knocks you off the tracks. I mean, you're just like I was very indignant. I was like, I don't have cancer. Don't be ridiculous. There's yeah. a mistake. That's re- that's silly. Yeah. That's so silly. I, I don't... was the same. <laughs> <laughs> Denial now, is such a comfortable place. It to is. Be. It is. Just tuck it away. <laughs> tuck it away. Not going to think yep. about that. My sister and I always say mm-hmm. about Scarlett O'Hara in Gone with Wind. She goes, I'm not going to think about that today. I'm going to think about that tomorrow. Fiddle dee dee. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, so Barbara. I want life to just stay what I had planned. Exactly. Um, I hope things are going well with you. Oh, they are. They are. But like you said, somebody, we're talking about being in some club. It's like, oh, I don't want to be. A club you never wanted to be in. I do not want to be in the cancer club. At the same time, Mm -hmm. I feel so, so, so lucky because, you know, I was telling, and this isn't about me, I want to get back to breast cancer and the paintings (laughs) but you know the idea that I didn't have to do chemo or radiation that they just took out a chunk of my lung and it's gone Mm -hmm. but you Mm -hmm. still have that little creepy feeling in the back of your head that goes well it could come back um so anyway that's something we all share the scary little voice right yeah so Katie yes um and I was like Barbara you've never have you never had experience with cancer I have not personally. Okay. I mean, I, I, I've gone through uh, some precancerous stages um, with cervical, you know, uh, conditions. But for me, you know, it was more, like I say, just just the popcorn effect, the puppies in a box. Like, where is this not going to happen? And it's almost the feeling like we're all just waiting for our turn. <sighs> exactly. You know, and, and, and the, the, the horrifying... As as Katie also said, it's a shot of mortality. Yeah, you know. And what do you do with that? You know. And and um, you know, for for me, it was, you know, watching these women turn health challenges into personal power, without even knowing what I was doing in the studio was the thing that that pushed me to over into let's do this, let's do this thing, let's do this together, and um, just the the process of asking people. You know, could be breast cancer survivor, could be anyone. But just I start with these two questions. I say to them, if you were to be immortalized as your superhero of choice, who would you be and why? Wow, that's a big question. Yes, yes. So that's that's the first question. Okay. And and we kind of see what happens. And, and I can I can see the energy go into people and it like percolates inside and then something bubbles up yeah i have to think about that yeah we have our text line open and and people can jump in with comments or questions six five one four six one nine two two six and we have a texter that writes in i am a breast cancer survivor congratulations i used cold capping during my chemotherapy that saved my hair it was an emotional big lift i don't think enough women know about this Uh, please spread the word Uh, it's at least worth checking out um a superhero has ways to be helped (laughs) there you go yeah thanks Um, for that i appreciate that yes you know i think it's a true superpower 
to know when you need help and to actually ask for help. Oh, I know. That's we're also really good at. No, no, I'm fine. Mm. No, no, I'm fine. Uh, Because we're women. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. 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 I'll just carry this pile of bricks up this hill. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. so, Mm -hmm. so today, um, you're all going to get together at the at the church. It's the exhibit has an interactive show us your superhero opportunity for any visitor to create a superhero persona of their own or to honor a superhero they know. A wall of heroes will be created over the run of the exhibit and will be shared on social media. That's cool. Talk about that more, Barbara. Yes, yes. So, um, you know, you come to see this show and you see these gigantic paintings of these women in their glory you know, with whatever costume they wanted, whatever pose they wanted, whatever powers they wanted, and you read the stories behind it and you find out this is a real person and they've gone through all these things and this is what they're they're coming out of it with, right? This is the way they're reimagining themselves as limitless after going through this this um, ordeal, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And And the idea of the interactives is I'm only one person, I'm only one artist, and creating the, these paintings... It's so intense. It's such an elaborate, you know, involved process. I can only make so many of these. But the whole idea of, like, everyone getting a chance to have this process for themselves, Mm -hmm. that's where we try to extend it with community engagement, where, you know, it it might be just a coloring page with with an outline superhero already drawn on, so you can just color however you want. You can write, these are my powers. You can say, this is my origin story. You know, or you can say, this is about my aunt. You know, she's a superhero to me, you know, and, and why. And, and so it's like this whole wall just gets covered with these things. Mm. And it's just fantastic. How long is it going to be at the mm-hmm. church? Um, through the end of November. Oh, nice. So it- um, Sunday, Sunday, November. So it's October and November are the, are the show months. And Sunday, November 26th is the last official show date. Let's take a break. We do have to do some weather. I have to tell people what the forecast is going to be. And when we come back, we'll we'll say goodbye to Katie and we'll invite another special friend that many of you might know, a former television anchor and reporter, a dear, she is a friend of mine, and we'll invite her on coming up after this quick break on News Talk 830-WCCO. And we are back. It is 736 on a Sunday morning. Glad to have you with us. My name is Susie Jones, and it is October 22nd, and October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we are talking about breast cancer kind of in a different way today. We're not talking about research or treatments. We're talking about the human element, the emotional element, the spiritual element of rising up out of something that's dark and scary and putting some light on it, some power into it. And we have with us, again, if you're just joining us, artist Barbara Porwit. Ten years ago, in 2013, she created portraits to honor women who were fighting breast cancer. And what she did is ask each woman what superhero she would be, and then she painted them in character. Some decided to be existing you know, identities. Others created their own, and she is in studio. And one of the subjects of the art, Katie, is also on our news line, and we're sharing their experience, hope, and strength around their experience with breast cancer. And 
let's introduce. Do we, should we let's say goodbye to Katie? Katie, okay. do you want to pop on real quick and tell us? Yeah, yeah. Just any final thoughts as we move on to our next special guest. This project that Barbara has done is so powerful, and I hope people can come out to the reception this afternoon or um, stop in and see the exhibit. Uh, All of the portraits are amazing. And um, Wonder Woman, Katie, you look into the painting's eyes, and she will tell you, you got this. You got this. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Appreciate your time this morning. I know it's early. All right, we're going to bring on our next special guest, Barbara. This is a woman I know and admire uh, (laughs) (laughs) and love, Um, Kevin Berger, uh, very well known in this town. Uh, How are you, Kevin? I'm great, and I'm so thrilled that you're talking to Barbara this morning, Susie. This is great. Well, I got the story actually from a high school friend. Um, who shot it in front of me, put it in front of me, and I'm like, that's a good story. Yeah. And, and so I that's thought. That's what I thought. Well, yeah. we, we were just going to do like a news, a little 30-seconder, and then I'm like, wait a minute, I have a Sunday show. This could be a Sunday morning hour, so that's what we're doing. So tell us a little bit about you and how you were approached and your story a little bit. Well, um, Barbara and I had a mutual acquaintance who said we should know each other. And as soon as I saw what Barbara was up to, I agreed. Um, When at the time I met Barbara, I was maybe three or four years away from my own breast cancer journey, as people love to call it. Um, And I was a little bit of an advisor to her about how to get her images out in the world because they're very powerful and healing And I wanted her to not be doing this in secret and in a studio. You know, artists um, are not always that great about proclaiming the brilliance of their work. And so I tried to help her with that. And also to talk to her about what it means to be a breast cancer survivor. I had what to me was a very terrifying diagnosis. um, And I was quite afraid that I would not live And uh, this has been, I think, 15, 16 years ago now. So fortunately, I have. But, you know, I it was right away when I went to the to for my uh, initial consult. Am I going to need, you know, surgery, a mastectomy? Yes. Am I going to need chemo? Yes. Radiation? Yes. And, you know, it was the I had I was looking at the whole thing. I just remember feeling like I was falling out of a plane and I couldn't grab anything. And I knew I was going to hit the ground, you know, just just this terror. And for me, my, my grandmother had been, uh, had, had breast cancer when I was just like three or four years old. And so I grew up with a, with a woman who was a survivor, but at that time they were called breast cancer victims. Mm. And, and as women, um, we said, no, that's not who and what we are. Women, not me. By the time I came to it, that word survivor was, was very much part of our vernacular. But then what was the next thing? When I was in the middle of my thing, it was really big on what we called Pinktober that I think, you know, there were pink trash cans and the NFL was wearing pink shoes. And what else is there? And I I remember for me, um, when I was having chemo, I sat in this chemo room and in front of me was like a table and there were those white styrofoam heads with wigs sitting on them. I guess you're supposed to go up and pick one, 
but I'm just sitting there around a bunch of sad, scared, sick people and looking at this dead hair. <laughs> and I thought, when I saw what Barbara was doing, I'm like, where's this picture of this strong, powerful superhero in that posture coming through this brilliantly and and claiming her inner strength and naming it and creating it, defining it. Mm. And I, I thought... You know, where's that image? And, you know, Barbara's images should be on billboards uh, <laughs> during as pink, so during October. Companies yeah. should, you know, that we should be on T-shirts. And <laughs> and um, I, I just thought, you know, Barbara, Barbara was doing the work and, and the work has, it's so immersive. Uh, and to see that these are also moms and wives and working women right. or in our our community but they are also so heroic and she just built that and found that and saw that and it's just a brilliant you know it, it was reassuring to me even after the fact so when you're in the fight to see something like that it's just beautiful yeah what superhero are were did you select i i'm not one of the i'm not one of the portraits Kevin I, uh, was our writer. Oh, that's Kevin, what you told Kevin me. actually was yes. our original writer. She worked in concert with me in parallel. Um, we both got to know each of the women very carefully. We talked with them at length. Who are they? What was their cancer journey? And what superhero powers are they going to choose? And what happened was I did the visual, but Kevin worked with them on the words. So for, for each painting, their story accompanies the, the painting and really helps viewer viewers understand the whole depth of the experience. So Kevin's our, our, you know, she did an amazing job. Kevin's a storyteller. Yes. She always has been. She helped she helped <laughs> these women find their words in a, in a big way. That's awesome. It, yeah, go ahead. Kevin. You know, when you go to a museum, uh, there's a whole discipline of study to learn how to tell a little something about the portrait that yes. you're seeing. And yes. I, I don't, I'm not trained in that, obviously, or schooled. But I am schooled as a as a storyteller, as a journalist, and so when you stand there and see the picture, you need a little something to contextualize mm-hmm. it. So yes, it's a brilliant picture, but who is she? Mm-hmm. Is she anything like me? Is she anything like my mom or my sister or my daughter? Who is this human being who is superhuman? Mm-hmm. And and both both uh, the reality of the person and then the choice that they made. In in the the superhero they chose to be tells you something about them and about what they're going through and how they've come through it, and of course um, it moves me endlessly to think that that this long into it that every woman that Barbara uh, did their portrait of is, is still on this side of the dirt is here on the earth with us. Because I know enough about breast cancer because of my own circumstances that I could tell you by talking and hearing what, what they'd gone through. You know, breast cancer survivors, when we meet each other, well, what, what, what's, what's your stage? You know, what, what was your story? And you know pretty quick how terrible it is. It's terrible for everyone. You know, some of these women had very, very grave diagnoses, and I remember talking to them. And just feeling literally my my voice catch in my throat because I was so fearful for them. But um, uh, one of the things uh, that Super uh, Susie made, is is in the Catskill Mountains this weekend on vacation, so that tells you a little something. 
exactly, exactly. <laughs> Radiation right. Diva they, is on a beach in L.A. with her with her miracle baby, six year old now six year old daughter that she had after going through radiation treatment. So there's a lot of wonderful news. I do want to say though that we want to be careful with the narrative here. It is fantastic and wonderful that all these women do happen to still be alive. But you know what? If that hadn't been the case. It wouldn't be a failure. It would just be life. You know, everyone's got their own life span and their own experience to have. And death is waiting for all of us. And what we're trying to do with this project is to, like, redefine what's winning and what's losing and get away from the word battle. You know, thank you so much. Barbara. And what, what we want, what we're trying to do here is to say, you know, it's how you approach and respond to every situation that you come across in your life, that's where the victory is. Amen. As heroic. We need to take a quick break, guys. Uh, When we come back, we'll wrap up the last segment of this morning's show on News Talk 830-WCCO. And we are back for the final segment of this uh, week's Health Hour, talking about breast cancer in a different light. We're talking about... an exhibit that opens this afternoon, 1 to 3, and it is absolutely an amazing thing. It is, what is it called? The Breast Cancer Superhero Project, basically. Okay. Um, you can find us at breastcancersuperheroes.com. There's also a Facebook page and an Instagram, BC Superheroes, and that's O-E-S at the end of Superheroes. Um, so you can get information that way. You can see um, a little bit about the portraits online. You can see some of the stories of the women online um, and get a, a sent, you know, hear about our, our exhibits and, and, and activities. Wonderful. And that's Barbara Porwitz. She is an artist, again, who created portraits to honor women who were fighting breast cancer. Those portraits are all going to be on display at a church. Give us the where today. Yep. First Universalist Church. 3400 DuPont Avenue South in Minneapolis. Um, that's in the South Uptown neighborhood. Is it free or is there a charge? Absolutely free to the public. Okay. Yep. So um, b- before we end, Kevin, I just want to thank you, Kevin Berger, uh, the storyteller in this. Barbara's the art, the painter. You're the you're the wordsmith. Uh, and thank you for coming on and sharing a bit of your journey uh, personally, and then as part of writing with Barbara. Oh, what a pleasure uh, to talk to both of you and to underscore what Barbara said about, you know, the, the as I say, the Grim Reaper's bat in a thousand. Something's going to get all of us. And yet, if everybody could just never say so-and-so lost their battle with cancer or whatever, uh, yes, it's how we live and, and how we feel and what we do with this, these uh, precious years and days and in some cases just hours that we have with whatever challenge we're facing. Barbara's images speak to uh, all of us face things. We all can tap into that bigger heroic figure inside. Wonderful. Thanks, Kevin. Have a great weekend. Thanks for popping on with us. Before My we pleasure. Let, yes, dear. Before we let you go, Barbara, <clears throat> now I'm going to cough. Um, the team... As we go into the future, what are you? What is your hope and what is your vision? Right. Yes. Um, there are basically three main things that we're hoping for. The first is these paintings really need permanent homes. 
We are looking for significant funding, donors, sponsors to purchase these paintings so that they can be donated to to, to nearby healthcare facilities where they can um, just have permanent homes, be on permanent display, and, and continue to do their work in the world. The second thing that we're really looking for is a new team. We're going to set up a board of directors who can really take this project forward into a next chapter of where it's going to go from here. And what we're really hoping that next chapter is going to include is a diversity expansion. One of the things that I knew back when we were working on it before was that this is a wonderful project, but at the moment, you know, it's it's all white, you know, and there's there's a lot of communities that are also affected by, by breast cancer that really deserve a chance to bring their voices to the table and raise up their heroes as well. And so we're going to we want to open this up to other artists and, and, and other organizations. And you talked briefly to me at the commercial break about research. Uh, what do you want to say about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, on the surface, this project is really kind of like a feel good experience. And that's what people see and feel kind of like just as as it's happening to them. But behind the scenes, we're really thinking about what we're doing. There are two main concepts that we're working with. One is um, the, what, what's called the universal hero's journey. That's something that Joseph Campbell found in his research uh, across cultures and across time all over the world is this idea that an ordinary person is called away from their, their everyday life and they're faced with an incredible challenge. And if they take that challenge and they are successful – they are returned they return to society with a gift to give to everyone and society in return raises them up and hails them as a hero and that's what we're doing with these women here the second um, main concept that we're working with is the power of positive emotions um, there's been recent research in psychology scientific research um, if you look up Barbara Fred Barbara Fredrickson she's a researcher um, at UNC um, she has found a theory, a broaden and build theory that when you're in those rest and relax positive emotion states, your visual field literally widens. You actually see more of your surroundings than when you're in those fright or fright or flight stress states. And um, over time, when you have more moments of positive heartfelt emotion, you see more options, you take more actions, and that builds skills, relationships, and resources that help you in times of need. That is wonderful. So good information. If you want to go see the show today, uh, tell, wrap it up. You have 30 seconds. We're going um, where? At what time? First Universalist Church, 3400 DuPont Avenue South, Minneapolis, 1 to 3 p.m. today. And then through November. And Thank through you. the end of November, yeah. Thank you so much. This was a terrific hour. <laughs> Go You're su- welcome. Go superhero women and men. Find the strength within. Be positive. Amen. That's what we're hearing. <laughs>